Good morning. It's time for today's message from the Flora Assembly of God at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. The Flora Assembly of God has Sunday school this morning at 930. Sunday morning worship begins at 1030, including a children's service. And join them for Wednesday evening Bible study at 7 p.m. Now, here is today's message from God's Word. Good morning. It's a nice brisk morning out there to wake you up or either make you want to stay in bed. But this is the day the Lord hath made, and you need to be in church somewhere and worshiping the Lord. That is the most important thing in this life is, is putting God number one. You know, sometimes we, we want to do what our flesh wants to do, and that's okay as long as it's lined up with the Word of God. But the thing is, our main goal in this life is to serve the Lord with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our mind, and to be where we are a witness for Him in every area of our life. And so this morning we're going to go into Luke, the 22nd chapter, and um, this is titled Crossing the Line. And some of us might think, well, what line are we going to cross? Well, this is how we're going to go this morning. Okay, Luke uh, chapter 22, we're going to start with verse 28. It says, You are they which have continued with me in my temptations, and I appoint unto you a kingdom, as my Father has appointed unto me, that ye may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom, on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Now, this this here, you know, it's just a, a, a segment of where we're going to talk about it. In our Christian walk today, there is a line that we can cross that sets off every alarm in hell. It's called the obedience line. And that line of obedience... You know, I think there's a scripture that says obedience is better than, than sacrifice. But the thing is, it's something to where we need to obey God's word fully. It says, the, you know, the moment you cross that line into life of obedience and dependence on Jesus and determined in your heart never to go back, never to sin, never to do what, you need, what, what our flesh might want to do, you become a threat to the kingdom of darkness, and you are a target of principalities and powers. Why do we have things come against us? Because of the fact that we stand and want to do what God wants us to do. You know, we have Christ living within us, and the thing is, the enemy does not like it when we say we're going to obey what God wants us to do. We're going to follow to do what God wants us to do in every area of our life. So the line of obedience, think about that. 
in verse uh, 31, same chapter, it says, And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has desire to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith fail not. So it's something to where we are sifted. That's okay. Shaken and separated on, you know, this. It, it, the, the trials that we go through and the things that we go through, it's, that's our shifting. That's our sifting. That's where we're, the Lord's, you know, the, we're not the Lord, but the thing, it's where we are seeing if we've got what it takes or we're, if we're doing what we're supposed to do. In Christ, <clears throat> we got, well, in, in Christ's day, back in the Bible days, you know, they talk about them being in the fields and sifting the fields. The workers used a, a sift, and the thing is, they would take that and they would shake it, and the dirt and the, the rocks and, and the grid, it would come out of the little places. It would be sifted out. We need to make sure that we're doing that too for ourselves. Jesus was saying this to Peter. Satan believes you're nothing but grit and dirt. And that when he puts you in the sift and shakes you, you will fall through to the ground. Do we fall through to the ground whenever we're being shifted or shaken? Peter had just received a promise of a fruitful ministry. In, um, it said that he appointed unto you a kingdom. That's what it said in the verse whenever we were saying it appointed in verse 30. It talks about appointing. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Pointed unto us a kingdom in verse 29. And the thing is, you know, when we accept Christ, he's given us something to do. He's given us a job, so to speak, something to uh, look forward to. Maybe it's working in the church. Maybe it's doing, you know, a job that you might not want. Maybe it's cleaning the church. Maybe it's, it's you know, going and picking up people on Sunday morning for church. Maybe... You know, there's so many things that we could be doing for the Lord. Do we gripe, gripe and grumble when we do it? Do we do it with a joyful heart? You know, that makes a difference if, if we're really doing it in obedience. <clears throat> it's something to where we have to make sure that we do what we're supposed to do. God has put us in that channel. He's put us to be the channel of of that particular thing, the channel in church, the, the, that may be not the right word to use, but the thing is, he's putting you in that area. Are we passing the test of being obedience to it? Are, are we just sitting there trying to, Lord, I'll be glad when this is done. Lord, I'll be glad when you have me to quit doing this. That's not doing it with a cheerful heart. That's not doing it in a, in a way that we're, we're serving God to the full ability to, to do it with love, to do it with joy. You know, the, the thing is, it's something to where um, it's, we've got to realize how we do things reflects how the outcome of it is.
If we do it with a joyful heart, then it's going to be where it comes out maybe more cheerful, more the might do better. But if we do it with a grudging heart, I'm going to tell you, we're, we're going to make a mess of things. It says, little did Peter know that while Jesus was speaking these precious promises to him, Jesus' heart was in prayerful agony because of what he saw in the, in, 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 in the spirit world. You know, so many times, if we could, and we don't want to do this, but the thing is, if we really could see through the, our spiritual eyes and see the battle going on, when we, when we pray for a certain thing or pray for a certain person, and Lord, I just don't see you answering my prayer. I don't see any results from my prayer. Well, if you could open your spiritual eyes and you could see in the spirit world, Aram, the thing is, you might see that angel fighting that demonic spirit that's going against him and seeing, you know, that the, you are victorious. But those, the spirit realm is where our battles are won and fought. You know, so many times we think we do it in the flesh, and sometimes we try to do it in the flesh. But when we get on our knees and we pray and we ask God to guide us and direct us, and Lord, I <clears throat> pray for that particular person or for that particular thing, that's when the battle starts. That's when the the Lord goes out and he sends his His army out to, to win those those prayers for us. And so many times... We don't see it. That's when God's working the most. You know, so many times we want to see with our fleshly eyes. And the thing is, our fleshly eyes can't see all the things that's God doing in our life. But when we allow God to, to speak to us in the spirit realm and to, to deal with us in that area, you, you will see that there's many things going on that God is fighting your battles continuously. That person that's sick, when you ask God to, to heal you and, and take the sickness away, he's right there helping you through that. Or if it, a broken marriage, you know, some people don't realize that the ones that are hurting, sometimes you don't see the hurt because they hold it in or they hold back. They don't want anybody to know what they're feeling. So many times we don't know what people are going through, but God does. God sees that that battle that's going on and he sends those <clears throat> helpers out to help us to win those battles in the spirit realm you know so when we're becoming obedience to God's word and doing what God wants us to do that's where we cross that line we cross that line of saying Lord I'm going to do what you want me to do you know like Peter you know God God allowed Satan was right there. He was. He wanted to to sift him like wheat. And many times, when we have trials and tribulations and troubles, that's where we're being sifted. That's where we're being. Are we going to pass a test? I I heard a minister one time. You know, so many times we have little things that come against us, and we get upset, and we get kind of, oh, that just wasn't right, or we get mad. We shouldn't really get mad, but the thing is, we might get angry about that situation. You make it through that particular thing, 
and then you turn around and you have another test. You know, sometimes if we would learn to do what we're supposed to the first time with the first test and pass it, maybe that other test wouldn't come again. You know, sometimes I think sometimes we have things that we go through on a continuous basis because we haven't learned how to deal with that particular thing the way that God wants us to. That's where the, he gives us his word to 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 meditate on day and night and to, to get it down into our, our heart that whenever those things come, then we be able to stand against them. You know, you know, so many times we we think we've got it really bad, and really we don't. Job, you know, God allowed Satan to do everything he could except kill Job. Oh, but that was Bible days. That's not today. Well, some of the trials and tribulations we go through are like what Job went through. But you see... Job never did give up on God. He never blamed God for any of that. He was obedient through all of that. Job listened to everything God wanted him to do. You know, and the thing is, he didn't have everything that we have to help us today. We have God's word that we can read on a continuous basis to be able to be obedient Job had, you know, just what he had heard in, in, in that day. And, and the thing is, it's something to where Job lost everything he had. He lost his wife. He lost his kids. He lost his, all of his wealth, wealthy goods. He lost all of it. But did he give up on God? No, because he loved God. He wanted to obey God with his whole heart. He wanted to do everything he knew you know, it was something to where even his wife said, curse God, curse God. He says, no, I will not. Because he knew, he knew who his, who his Savior was. He knew who to believe on. He knew who to obey. And, and the thing is, you know, the rest of that story with Job, we all know, because, you know, when we read God's word, God, Job came out with double of everything that he had. Was it hard him losing what he had? Yes. But he didn't give up. He still served God with his whole heart. He still did where he crossed that line of obedience. Sometimes it's not easy to obey what God wants you to do. Sometimes it's hard because he'll say, I want you to go to this place and do this I want you to go witness to this person, or I want you to be here to help this person, or I want you to clean the bathrooms at the church. Do we think we're above doing those things? We shouldn't. We're doing it unto God, and we should do it with a whole heart, with obedience. We should do it with everything in our being that we have. We should do it with love and not be where it's a drudgery. You know, the children of Israel, the, you know, I know we'll talk about that later sometime, but the children of Israel, when they went into the promised land, do you realize that when they went in or went into their, it, or not into the wilderness, excuse me, 
when they went into the wilderness, do you, you know, that was no more than just a little over a week's journey. And it took them 40 years to get out of there. Why? Because they weren't obedient. They murmured and they complained and they, I don't like this. I don't want to do this. They did everything except praise God and be obedient. If they would have been obedient, they would have had so much more. And it wouldn't have took 40 years to do that. So sometimes we just need to learn to to cross that line. We want to set those alarms off in hell to let the enemy know, I am going to do what God wants me to do. I'm going to stand upon his word. I'm going to try to be the best that I know how to be. I'm going to obey God, and I'm going to be in obedience, crossing that line. Are you going to have trials and tribulations? Yeah, that's what makes you stronger. But we don't want to be like the children of Israel. We want to make sure that we're not murmuring and complaining when that happens. When we stand upon God's word and we show God that we love him with our whole heart and that we're going to cross that line of of obedience, you're going to see greater things. Lord, I just come to you right now in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, obedience is not always the easiest thing, but Lord, that's what we need to do. And Lord, I ask you, Lord, that you will help us to be obedient in every area of our life, to do what you'd have us to do, what you've called us to do. Lord, that it may be going, seeing shut-ins, or it may be just every area of, Lord, of just maybe just stopping by the person that maybe is beside the road and needs a helping hand, somebody walking to work that needs a ride. Lord, we don't know what you're going to place in front of us, but Lord, I ask you to help us to be obedient to your calling and to your word, to help us to to look unto you for every area of our life. Lord, I ask you in the name of Jesus, Lord, that those prayers that are being prayed, that you will just hear those prayers and that you will send our angels and, and Lord, however you do it, Lord, you know best. Lord, we just love you and we praise you and we thank you for everything in our lives that you're doing. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to today's message from the Flora Assembly of God at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. Sunday school is at 930 this morning and Sunday morning worship service, including a children's sermon, begins at 1030. Join them for Wednesday evening Bible study at 7 p.m. Have a blessed day.